Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters in Shonen Jump, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. Hey, and it's 2024. Happy New Year, Kevin. Happy New Year. The reward is me trying to remember what happened in this chapter of One Piece and what happened in the more recent chapter of One Piece that I didn't read on a scan and you can't prove it. <laughs> I don't have a joke loaded in the chamber for that one. <laughs> Kizaru is the best Uber Uber Eats driver of all time, Kevin. Spoilers (laughs) for next week at One Piece. (laughs) I mean, that makes sense. He literally moves at the speed of light. That's not confirmed in the next chapter. That is my speculation for the next chapter. But I guess spoilers, a bunch of meat shows up on Luffy. And Saturn goes, who brought this man this meat? (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah. Before that, though, we have this chapter of One Piece, Kevin, chapter 1102, Kuma's Life, which is a less funny chapter. It is a less funny chapter. Although, although I do like the joke about how Bonnie's crew always leaves a w- mob of injured seniors and children in their way. Yes, <laughs> because that's just that, what no, Bonnie does. A, that took me a second to get out. I was like, that doesn't sound like Bonnie. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Why would Bonnie attack the elderly and the yo? Gotcha. <laughs> she is the elderly and the young. So, <laughs> so it's a fair fight. Yeah, this this chapter's sad. It was very sad. People got Kuma's motivation for everything he did on uh, Sabote Archipelago, which they've been asking for for 15 years or whatever that was. Yeah. So that's good. No, yeah, I really liked that. I liked the whole, you know, seeing a bit more of Bonnie, and I really liked the bit where we, like, this whole thing has been Bonnie reliving this flashback. Yeah. Uh, was pretty cool. Which she saw at the begin. <laughs> she saw last January. Yep. But now we get to see it all. And we're finally out of the flashback, which you know is my favorite part of any One Piece flashback. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, we got the interesting reveal that they put a self-destruct switch in Kuma, which may be relevant in the near future. Maybe, yeah. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. Next, we have Mission Yosakura Family, Mission 208, Spartan Futaba. I like this chapter pretty well for Mission Yosakura Family. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like the idea of Futaba being like too soft and so Kiichiro on purpose made her mad so that would actually be a difficult test yes and I do like how he's like um I might have pushed her a bit too far here I apologize this is going to be very very bad (laughs) look it seemed like a good idea at the time (laughs) you like your uncle right (laughs) but not much more to say on it than that no that takes us to Sakimoto days days 149 Jeremy didn't write down the title which is a a weird (laughs) title but that's what it is (laughs) Jerry also barely remembers this chapter, so to you, Kevin. Yeah, this is the, so the chairman is trying to leave now because they've found the two assassins. He's like, ah, it's okay, I was bored anyway. And then it turns into the whole reason that they did this thing was to trap the chairman at this place so that Slur could, Slur and X could attack it. So they've come out of a chopper, which had some really cool action scenes of like all of them coming out of the coming out of a chopper, the one guy blowing it up, and then Magnet Lady, like, using it, like, using the destroyed wreckage of the chopper to blow a hole in the museum was, like, really neat. So I actually really liked this from a from an action standpoint. It had some cool stuff going on. So Slur is now here. The Order is here and knows about it. And Shin is not hearing Invisibility Guy's thoughts. That's my other note that I have yes. down. Yes, and I, it might have been anybody's thoughts. I think that is the implication, but... Because he even he goes like, wait a minute, I haven't been hearing it. I thought it was I haven't been hearing anything. But my my note says Shin not hearing thoughts right. So yes, who, who knows? That's not a very specific note, <laughs> and I don't remember. So I remember the panel, but I don't remember the exact dialogue. 
Yep. Next, we have a Kanabanashi story 92 specialty, which I thought was pretty fun. I like the guy being like, all right, you're just like me. So learn this story. And then we hard cut them and be like, oh, maybe you're not like me at all. <laughs> yes. You know, you're a crazy person, but I'm a crazy person when I do Rakuga. And you're a serious person when you do Rakuga and a crazy person at all other times. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I, I like that. It was a fun time. Yeah. And then we, at the end, we have the cliffhanger of the guy who she wants the recommendation of his master being like, hey, no matter what you do, do not recommend her. You are required. You're honor bound to obey me, your master. Yep, even though I'm below, like, it's it's the funniest thing, because the guy shows up, he's like, I know I'm a lesser rank than you, but I'm still your master, you have to follow me. I know I'm straight up a One Piece villain asking to be punched, but... <laughs> yes, I I look goofy, I, cu- I come off sleazy. Yeah, I don't have this power, just authority, but you can't recommend her, under any circumstances. Which takes us to blue box number 131, that can't be true. Where Chio's friend is beating her at basketball. Yep. And Chio's friend's boyfriend? That's who it is, right? I think so. It's like, hey, Taki, maybe he, she shouldn't have helped her, had her friend be good at basketball, because now she'll have a harder time getting to basketball finals. Yep. And Taiki's a little conflicted about it. He's like, did I fuck up by doing that? Which, you know, obviously the case will be no, no, you did not. But I do like that he's conflicted about, like, did I make it harder for her to get to nationals? Yeah. And it's like, yes, you did, but the good way, not the bad way. Yeah, you did a good thing for her, and that might, that might end up being bad for her. That might, end, that might end up not giving her the dream that she wants right now, but that's not the, like, this is something you need, not something you want. You, you yourself are upset when other people are on the other side of the bracket of you, and you're like, oh, man, now I'm not going to get to face that strong guy. Yeah. That'll take us to Martial Master Asami, round 27, Fang of the Beast. I do like the little bit where they so she the grandpa be like, oh yeah, Jeet Kune do. One time, one guy beat the shit out of me with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then I went back and beat the shit out of him later. <laughs> I hope we get more grandpa like giving advice. Yeah, I, I just, I do like that. <laughs> oh yeah, I fought one of those guys. He beat the shit out of me. But then I went back and beat the shit out of him later. Uh, also, this fight has a German suplex. So what, what more could you want? 10 out of 10. Technically illegal. Is a German suplex illegal in MMA? I don't uh, know MMA rules. All, all suplexes are uh, generally frowned upon because of the head injury. Like in e- even in wrestling, they don't tend to do a whole lot of suplexes because it's very hard to do safely. I thought there are a lot of ways in wrestling specifically, not in MMA, the, but in wrestling, there, there are a lot of ways to take them safe because there, they've been doing them for 20 years. There and, are, but it's it's one of those things that they don't bust out all the time, again, because it is still a very dangerous thing because you're suddenly having your head fly at the ground. But that that's also why it's because I was looking that up because I'm like, that doesn't seem good. And so they are sometimes used in MMA, but you have to be really smart about how you use it. Because, you know, obviously in wrestling, you're working with your yes. partner. So, you you know, you can help protect their head. There is a plan for the fall. Yep. But in MMA, you know, you do a German suplex and the guy cracks his head on the mat and he could die. So that's why they're generally, depending on the, I was looking at it, it's like the refs can, you know, cite you for, like, because you're not allowed to do a bunch of stuff. And that, so that's it's like consider- a yellow card, not a red card, it's, basically. It's more like a red card if it. Yeah, I guess it's it's more it'll definitely be frowned upon for using it. Again, not that I'm super big into the MMA scene, but it's just because it's a strike to the head or considered a strike to the head that it's generally frowned upon. Um, but it was still cool. And I I did like the bit where 
um it was like yeah unfortunately for her in moments of intense stress you tend to fall back on your basics and she is a fencer not a martial artist so her move was to do a i had a word for it that wasn't just thrust and it's gone from my head i, I a have lunge there we go she went to go do a uh, a fencing lunge and obviously missed because she's you know missing three feet of steel at the end of her hand so <laughs> look she got a big look she got a big anime arm i mean yeah she's got a big anime arm. it's not a sailor moon arm but <laughs> but i did like that with the guy being like up oh, well, she, you know, now we can see that she is a fencer, not a, or it's still at heart she's a fencer because when when the chips were down, she fell back on a fencing attack. Last but not least, we have Elusive Samurai Chapter 139, Breakthrough 1338, which I really, really liked. Yeah. Uh, in particular, I got to write down the word buff arrow when I, the guy was going to shoot him <laughs> with an arrow to make him stronger. And then what that arrow did was make him incredibly, incredibly buff. Yes. And I was like, ah, this is this note has layers. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I, I generally like that. I liked uh, a lot of the combat. And again, that the art of that arm just like hulking out was pretty neat. Yeah, and also the end where they're like, ah, oh, we made them use their, their secret techniques on us. So now if we survive and learn them, we'll get stronger. Yep. It's very one piece of them. Yes. Anything else you want to say about Elusive Samurai? Nope. All right, that'll take us into Jump Card. A jump card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite up to our favorite. A full 20 this week, plus some bonus stuff in there, too. Uh, what do you, well, that we ranked, but there's some Dr. Stone and some Black Clover, if that interests you. Yep. Uh, what do you have at number 20, Kevin? I've made a Robico down at number 20. Me, too. I don't even remember what happened in it now, so I'm I, free of that burden. Yep. I was reading through it, and then uh, I remember specifically, like, just kind of skipping over dialogue of, like, all right, this wasn't funny. This is the same joke. This is the same joke. I don't know. I'm done with it. Uh, what do you have at 19? That's where I mama you you. I just like, you know, I again, because I haven't latched on to this story at all, like tends to happen with a lot of these things. It, it just it felt weird. I, I just I wasn't enjoying it. I mean, I agree with you, but I have shadow eliminators here because at least in Mama Yu Yu, I understood everything that happened. Even if I wasn't like, Fair. oh, that was interesting or all oh, that was cool. Like I when she comes through the roof, I'm like, ah, oh, I get it. She ran up to the roof so she could come down. I mm-hmm. get what happened in this action sequence. Whereas, like, what happened in Shadow Eliminators, Kevin? And I don't mean, like, what was the plot. I, I mean, know. Uh, any panel, could you tell me what happened? No, probably not. It's my number 18. That's where I have Mama Yu. Gotcha. So, yeah, they're both not great. What do you have at 17? That's where I have Green, Green, Greens. I just don't, like, I feel like this is a thing that wasn't earned. His whole, like, I want to learn myself. I... I agree with you, but it also follows for the character to me. I don't like the character, and so I ranked it pretty low. But I yeah. think I don't think it came out of nowhere. I'm I not saying it came say. out of nowhere either, but I would agree with you that it doesn't feel earned for the character. So that, that's why I kind of went down here of like, I want to learn this for myself. Uh, Where I've, did that come from? <laughs> like, not not the fact that it happened, but it was like, why is it happening now? 
why is anything? I mean, we do not like this new crop of series. I think it's fair to no. say Kagurabachi is the most okay. <laughs> I have Cipher Academy at seventeen, and I okay. on, like I bear. I remember some of the stuff that happened into it, but I can't remember why I put it below Green Green Greens. But I did. Gotcha. I can't remember why I put above it, but uh, it's above it for me. <laughs> where, where, where do you have it? Sixteen. Cipher Academy. That's where I have Green Green Greens. So, <laughs> so we're like very close, but. But just, no, uh, just swapping just a little bit. What do you have at 15? 15 is where I put New Ace. It just kind of, it went from softcore porn to, uh, all right, uh, quick, we got to shift back to battle. And they're, you know, oh no, these high rank demons are here and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't care. Like the, the system introduced for the main character to get new powers is interesting to me, which is why I put it very slightly higher. Gotcha. It seems wild to be introducing this in chapter 30. Mm-hmm. to me but like that felt like meaningful progression and like this might be a like not a chapter i remember but if new eyes goes till chapter 100 this will be like a part on the roadmap i remember and there mm-hmm. are very few of those mm-hmm. i got kill blue at 15 man this surface story sure is going on a while huh yeah what do you have at 14 14 is where i put kagurabachi i don't like how the like what i thought was going to happen with the blackfish didn't happen and the explanation of how he's using it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, that's the entire Kagurabachi power set to me. So and I was just on here for the ride. That's fair. But I was like, oh, I was expecting, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, I made, it allows him to use a lot of li- uh, little slashes. I was like, all right, that's kind of what I was expecting. But I was like, yeah, but it was all from his sword. It's like, so why did they fill the entire room? A metaphor? Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I, I was like, eh, it, you, you lost it for me. I was expecting him to, you know, like Storm of Blades kind of idea or like cloud of daggers concept of like yeah he's gonna like do a bunch of little slashes but they're just going to literally take up all of the space in the room uh which would have been neat but instead it was like no he's just slashing several times with his sword at once somehow i was like okay how does that not strain himself at all like that made no sense to me whatsoever because they were like oh yeah because he's like weak right now because they're tiny slashes kevin yeah, but that that's not. But, but if you use a light slash, Kevin, it only takes a little bit of your stamina meter. You see, so even though he has a tiny stamina meter from his injuries and all his debuffs, it's still he can still do it a little. Yeah, but it's twenty light slashes in a row. Uh he got a lot of stamina potions. Yeah, it, it was just the he's like he's weak right now, but uh, he's able to withstand. <laughs> he's able to withstand twenty attacks in a row. I'm like, but that doesn't make any. Whatever. Uh, 14's where I have new ice. Okay. What do you have at 13? That's where I'm my hero. Uh, I have it very slightly higher, but only very slightly. <laughs> I just, like, eh. I didn't really care. The The whole thing with Bakugo was just kind of weird. I don't, re- like, he wants to do All Might's victory pose right and falls down. Yeah. I remember I mean, like, like, liking there, that there's okay. Mo- there's moments in here that are fine, uh, but. You just described My Hero Academia in the year 2023. <laughs> yes. I got Witch Watch at 13. Okay. I kind of remember it. I don't exactly remember why I put it down here. Probably because there were bits of My Hero I liked and not mm-hmm. so much Witch Watch. Uh, what do you have at 12? 12 is where I put Kill Blue. That's where I have My Hero Academia. Gotcha. So. What do you have at 11? That's where I put Witch Watch. It was kind of fine, but not not really anything special. Or... 11 is where I put Kagurabachi, in part because I have given up on trying to understand the power system and I'm just rolling with it. Fair. But I also saw the flashback was pretty decent. Fair. What do you have at number 10? That's where I have two on ice. Same. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, like I, I did kind of like it. But I like these two characters hanging out, but yeah, like keep this villain. It feels like Thanos in the Marvel movies, just showing up at the after the credits of every chapter. But like, I'm gonna do a thing. <laughs> yep. What do you have at number nine? That is where I have Undead and Unluck. Again, I thought this chapter was fine, but not. I didn't really feel anything special from it. Uh, nine's where I have Sakimoto days. Okay. What do you have at number eight? That's where I have Mission Uzakura. Same. It was fun and cute, and then, you know, I, I liked it. Yeah, me too. What do you have at number seven? That's where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. I, I thought this was interesting. Like, I, I kind of like them talking about how, like, crazy it is that this dude has only been a sorcerer for, like, three months and is, you know, fighting with everyone currently. Like, this guy might be a genius on the level of Satoru Gojo. It's just unfortunate that he's only been a sorcerer for three months. I like, yeah, that was very shonen, and I did like it. Yeah, it was but cool. how long has Itadori been a sorcerer? With sorcerer in the biggest air quotes. <laughs> I mean, a, a, a while. I guess, like, we've had a bunch of time skips, huh? Yeah. I always forget that about Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen's weird to me. Yeah, I just this guy has been a sorcerer for way less time than even Itadori. Yeah, e- even though Itadori is still very new, but like this guy didn't receive any training. That's true. Either like this guy is all self-taught. So I, I thought watched it was... movies, and this guy did not. <laughs> yes, I just <laughs> thought it was cool. And you know, some of the some of the fight stuff going on was pretty neat as well. So seven's where I have undead and luck. Okay. It's got shown in stuff that I wanted. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number six? That's where I put a kind of Banashi. I thought it was fun, and you know. I did like the bit. You're like me. This will totally be your thing. And afterwards, you're not like me at all. Oh, I was so wrong. Uh, six is where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. So what do you have at number five? Five is where I put Sakamoto Days. Like I said, I liked a lot of the action sequences in it, with especially the the bit with the girl with the electromagnetism, like for like Kamehameha-ing the or not Kamehameha-ing, but like forming the the debris of the helicopter into a missile to blow a hole open in the wall was neat. Where are we, number five? Uh, yeah. That is where I have a count of bomb machines. So we'll see if we start lining up now that that mismatch is uh, d- taken care of. What do you have at number four? Four is where I put the elusive samurai. We do not. <laughs> I like the elusive samurai. I thought it was pretty neat this week. Uh, I have blue box here. Okay. I do really like the like sort of like, oh, did I do bad moment here? But it's very melodramatic because as you said, no, no, you didn't. Yeah, and... but I, I still liked it, which is why oh, I went high. so did I, but it's, you know, number four is yep. not, yes. ev- I liked Fair. everything up here. What do you have at number three? That's where I have Martial Master Asumi. Same. I also liked it and thought it was, you know, like I said, I thought it was very cool, especially with, uh, oh, she fell back on her fencing because that's, that's who she is, like, because that's kind of what the whole point of training is, is to make it so that your your body reacts before your brain can think. And so it's like, well, she was a fencer first. So even though, yes, she's changed her mind and she can be very technical, when the chips are down, her body reverts back to fencing, and that failed her today. I uh, Where are we? Number th- Oh, where do you have at number two? Oh, I have Blue Box at number two. I have One Piece at number two. Okay. I really liked One Piece, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I have been, I think, more down on this flashback than everyone else in the world, mm-hmm. which is to say I think it's the second best in One Piece. <laughs> uh, but my problem with this chapter is I feel like most of it is just confirming stuff we were 90% sure on, and we do need that confirmation. Fair. Like, we do need to know that Kuma, like, was helping the Straw Hats at Sabote, and that yep. was his intent. But we had already we already pretty much knew that. Yeah. We just, now it's 100%. There's no room for speculation, yep. which is stuff we need. And then the ending's really good. But most of it is just tying up loose ends, I feel like. That's fair. 
I, I still really liked it, so it's my number one. I have Elusive Samurai at number gotcha. one because I really liked the like moment of the archer using his secret technique and like seeming to kill the main character, but him being like, aha, now you've used your secret technique on me and respect me and I can learn your secret technique. Yep. So speaking of secret techniques, we read Naruto Volume 5 this week, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. So volume five of Naruto is weird to me. Part of it is the good stuff is super upfront. Like that panel of Lee kicking Sasuke is like, that's not a panel that I could have just like called to mind, but I think it will be for the rest of my life. (laughs) God damn. Yeah. Is that a cool panel? The other stuff is like stuff I think about in Naruto and I like kind of appreciated more on this reread. Like the written test in my mind is always like the ending is like, oh, so you made the rest of the test pointless. And that's still d- true to a degree, but I feel like I-, I got it more of like how it was set up of like they already eliminated a bunch of people. So yeah. the first part served its purpose. Yeah, it served its purpose. And again, it was to like, oh, the, the thing was pointless. It was like, no, because it was 45 minutes of working through that. And sure, Naruto. It, like and like not doing anything is a winning move. But the whole point is you have no way of knowing. They, yeah, you ha- you had no way of knowing that that was a winning move. It's not like they told you at the start you can either answer the first nine or the last one. So it was again, you know, like he said, all right, cool, you're given a mission, you have no goddamn knowledge. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Also, this is the first time we see Hinata simping for Naruto, something mm-hmm. we will see a lot of throughout. Yep. But then Anko shows up, and like this, I feel like is really hard to rate if you're not a first time reader. Because Anko feels like she's going to be so important, especially when the Orochimaru connection yeah. gets revealed later. And Anko just never does anything like 90% of Naruto characters, unfortunately. Yeah, she should. I mean, it's the same thing with uh, Ibiki. I don't think ever shows up again. Uh, he shows up like at my favorite part of Naruto to talk with Naruto. But gotcha. for the most part, yes, 90% of and like that's not a satisfying payoff. Yeah. But the thing I think the difference there is like Ibiki feels like he's filled his role. Yes, he does. He, yeah, no, and that that's totally fair. Whereas, like, Anko, like, gets harassed by, we don't know it's Orochimaru yet, but Orochimaru here, and, like, and like she has this, like, bit where she licks Naruto's blood off his cheek. Yep. And will later be related to Orochimaru, and then just kind of vanishes into the ether after that. Yep. Like, sadly, most Naruto characters, including most of the ones we're getting introduced to right here, right? Yep. Like, of these ones, which ones have satisfying endings? Because for me, it's, like, Shikamaru, Hinata... And I guess Neji. Yeah, because even Rock Lee just kind of... Rock Lee gets to do another thing, so he, that's cool, but he doesn't conclude. Yeah, he doesn't conclude. That's uh, like He does get to do another thing, and then he's just kind of gone, and instead it's Guy who actually gets to do something. In the climax, In yeah. the climax. Kabuto still gets to do a bit of stuff. I, I Kabuto never felt right to me, if I'm going to be 100. I guess he's like, he's like in the Tsunade arc, right? Yeah. And then he's just kind of a but then after that he just feels like a plot machination, right? Yeah. That that's what I meant by kind of gets to do stuff. But yeah, really, uh Ten Ten never does anything. <laughs> no. I guess Gara. Gara. Yeah, does Gara, Gara get a satisfying conclusion though? 
I mean, I uh, think doesn't he become the? I, he, he becomes the Kaze Kage. I think my problem with that is that it happens during the time skip, and not much happens. Like he does some Kaze Kage stuff with all the other Kages. Yeah, and but... I wish he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I guess he does get a like. I think my problem is that his conclusion is poorly timed, and we don't get to see any of his journey. Yeah, he's he... just a foil for Naruto at that point. Yeah, that's fair. But he's like arguable that he does something. I think you're right. Yeah, but you're right. Most of most of these people. Who are so cool right now. Yes. Or will become, like, I feel like Choji, Shikamaru, and Nino haven't done the thing yet, but Correct. they're about to do the thing. They're about to do the thing. We get introduced to the double double Rocky guy. It's from the dub. Yeah. Uh, it's the one of the sound. Uh, yeah, I know who you mean. Images. I mean, the, double they, Rocky. They fill their role because their role is to be jobbers. That, that's three Nappas in a trench. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> the opposite of a trench coat? That's. <laughs> <laughs> they, they would the three of them would get into trench coat to pretend to be Nappa. <laughs> yes. So they do their job. They do do their job. I'm just talking about uh I just love that voice clip of <laughs> Double Rocky. What do you want to say about Naruto? Cuz I think I got all I wanted in there. That that look, Rockley does a real good kick. Rockley does a real good kick. Sasuke gets shown up finally. Yeah, it, this is a pretty good like I can't think of the term the opposite of a jobbing. I mean, this sets up Rockley to job for Gara later. Yeah. Is the purpose of it, but I like it. And like you said, it makes the world feel bigger. It makes the tension of the exams feel real, right? Yeah. Well, and especially when uh, Rockley then says, I, I lied to you. You're not the best Gending. That's Neji. Yeah. You're on my list, but you're, you know, you're not at the top. Uh, and since I'm better than you, you need to really step up, bro. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. And it like starts Sasuke's frustration that will eventually boil over into him joining Orochimaru. Yep. And then not doing anything interesting for the rest of the series. Hot take, I guess. <laughs> until that final fight. Yeah, well, until like shortly before the final fight. Until he's like, you know what? I want to be Hokage. <laughs> Naruto's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Dude, you can't just steal my dream. Yeah, I'm Blackbeard now. <laughs> yes, I can. That's my whole <laughs> gimmick. So yeah, there's that. We get more into Sakura not being a character when uh, she passes the test and then is thinking about quitting to save Naruto. And it's like, fucking really? <laughs> I kind of like, like it, to show that she's like, despite her talking down on Naruto, she does respect him. Yeah. So I kind of like the moment, but it is the sort of thing that doesn't go anywhere. Sakura is about to have her moment where you're like, ah, oh, Sakura going to do a thing. And then it's like, no. And then she's going to train with Tsunade and you're like, ah, oh, Sakura going to do a thing. And no, she's going to punch the ground really fucking hard and then do nothing else. Yeah. And she's going to not be caught in the illusions at the end, but not be useful either. Yep. She's going to pass her will save and do nothing. <laughs> That's Sakura's job for the most part, actually, come to think of it. Passing the will save, not doing anything, just kind of being there as commentary. Having healing powers so she can pretend she's the healer, but they're never really coming up. Yep. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm a medical ninja. Did you actually heal anybody in the entire series? Probably. I must have, right? <laughs> when I was training? I, but think, I think I healed Naruto after he fought Orochimaru in Fox form that one time. I think. Maybe. Which is just us ragging on Naruto, but this is a slow point other than that Sasuke yeah. Lee fight. And while there's some stuff I like, a lot of it still feels like the early Naruto with the Zabuza stuff of like, oh, this is what a shinobi is like. And that's not really what Naruto ends up being. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of, he kind of pivots away from, you know, them talking about, ah, oh, the secret missions and spying and gathering intelligence and 
Naruto doesn't do any of that shit. <laughs> and while technically most of the Genins are introduced in this volume, Hinata's the only one who stands out. And like, it's her real introduction, right? Yeah. And even that's just be like, Naruto, I have a crush on you. Cheat on me. I mean, cheat off my... <laughs> cheat with me. <laughs> and everyone else will get there shortly, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you have anything else to say about it? Nope. Uh, do you want to put someone from Naruto on personality or power level? There are lots of dudes. There are lots of dudes. Do any of them deserve being on the list? Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Oh, we could put Rock Lee on there. I'm pretty sure he's not on there. Yeah, sure. If, I just don't know if we did him last time. No, Rock not. Lee is not on the list. Okay, yeah, let's do Rock. Rock Lee is super, super cool. And then, as we said, unfortunately, do, like doesn't do anything later. He, yeah. He has this moment here where he reverse jobs for Sasuke. I know there's a term for it, but I can't think of it right now. He Hawkeye Mihawks Sasuke. <laughs> yes. Then he jobs for Gara. Yep. Then he does the cool thing where he comes back and gets drunk. Yes. Then he's there when they fight Puppet Guy. Yep. And then he's there when Nishi dies. <laughs> he's super cool for that for those first two bits. Yes. And you're happy to see him for that third bit. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's kind of unfortunate that like that guy is the one to to do it at the end. To do it at the end because it's it's like, like one of those. It's one th- of the big problems with the final war arc mm-hmm. in Naruto is there are so many old men we don't care about there. Yeah, it's the reason like One Piece might pull it off, or My Hero Academia and Naruto failed, mm-hmm. is that the old men that are maybe going to be there are like Shanks, and I don't think anyone's going to complain if like Shanks and the Cross Guild fuck some stuff up. Like yeah, especially since most of the Cross Guild are in so far over their head. Yes. And, and that is nice, but it's like the whole thing with Guy is, so he doesn't suffer Rock's problem, right? Like he he is not completely inept at Genjutsu and Ninjutsu, but he's still put on all his t- uh, skill points in Taijutsu, t- Kevin. Yeah, but it's like, but it's one of those of like, why? Like it, it just seems weird. They they like. You know, it makes sense that it, he's doing it to help Rock, but then at the end, he's not the one. It, Rock isn't the one to do the thing, which really sucks because it's like, well, why is Guy doing it? Uh, so speaking of Guy, how do you think Rock Lee better or worse than Kakashi? Probably worse, right? Yeah, probably worse, unfortunately, than Zoro, who I don't. I don't think Zoro is great personally. Fair, but how do we think he compares to another character who just falls right off the face of the planet, Tenya Ida from My Hero Academia? That's weirdly comparable, I feel. That is weirdly comparable. Rock Lee, you definitely have higher highs. Yeah. So I'd, I'd probably give it to Rock because of that. Okay. How do we think it compares to Koji Yoshida, who wrote Otter 11 in Bakuman? Worse? Yeah. I mean, he gets a conclusion, right? Yeah. We're always happy to see that guy. Better or worse than Goro Miura, who's the second editor in Bakuman. Goro Miura never kicked Sasuke. Yeah, I was like, better, better than Goro. Better or worse than Shoyo Takahama, who wrote a lawyer manga in Bakuman. I can picture the guy's face. Like, he's their assistant for a bit, and then he just kind of disappears, and then he, like, gets his own manga. And yeah, he has yeah, to keep yeah. studying court cases, and he's like, God, this is so hard. Oh, yeah, I remember now. I say better than him. All right. Rock League is at number th- 93, above Shoyo Takahama and below Koji Yoshida. I did just write Rock Lee from Rock Lee. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I would have known. Alrighty, that'll do it for this week. Next week, we are going to read Haikyuu Volume 32, because, look, one more year of Haikyuu at least. Yep. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Wear by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emeritt. 
Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out past episodes, as well as my other podcasts, It's a Gundam, and Last Time on Video Games. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Gotta stop.